for Anthony Tregoski. You're not tired from our conversation already yet, are you? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think we, let's call it a day, Mike. <laughs> I, uh, well, I just I read you one of the texts I've got from uh, one of our more level-headed uh, listeners. Some of my listeners, some of the listeners to this program are way out there, uh, but LG is not. So I shared you his text. And concern that an awful lot of people have that, for instance— uh, Congress took 200 days to complete a $600 check to the American people, but two mm-hmm. days to impeach the president without any testimony or defense of himself because everybody knows orange man bad. Let's get him out of here. Let's pound him. Let's kick him while he's down. Let's get him out of office. And uh, the incoming uh, president and vice president have made no bones about the fact that they intend to turn everything Trump upside down or cancel it or stop it because everything he did was horrible and everything we're going to do is much better. And you, ladies and gentlemen, should all be happy. Let's heal. Let's all come together and be happy about our increased gas prices and, uh, and immigrants flooding the borders. It's, it's going to be a warm, wonderful place. I don't understand how Democrats and liberals can think that that's going to be the attitude. <laughs> well, Mike, a couple things about that. So the certain things that Trump has done will be easier to undo than others. It just depends on if President Trump relied on executive actions or if these were acts of Congress that he had signed into law. Things that he did unilaterally via executive action, such as withdrawing from the Paris Climate Agreement, that'll be a lot easier for Joe Biden and and Kamala Harris to undo than things that were actually acts of Congress and would therefore have to go through Congress in order to undo. The second thing I would note is that we don't know really what the impeachment trial will look like in the Senate because there's so much on the Senate's plate in terms of processing Joe Biden's nominees, their advice and consent role, and then the legislative agenda that, that you noted, Mike. Well, so, wouldn't you uh, think... I think a lot of questions about how the Senate is going to actually go about doing this. Absolutely. And wouldn't you think everything you just mentioned far more important than kicking the former president while he's down, kicking him, literally kicking him out of office, he already lost the election, then he lost the overtime, and we still want to beat him up because, you know, we're Democrats. But but let's all get along. Let's heal. Let's heal. Yeah, Mike, I, I think that, you know, you're going to see some kind of internal pressure and some internal disagreement within the Democratic Party about this because – no question. Some Democrats are going to want to say, you know, let's just focus on getting Joe Biden's nominees confirmed. Yeah. Let's just focus on the Biden legislative agenda. Others are going to push for uh, a pretty, you know, lengthy and detailed trial. And and so, uh, you know, we we talk a lot about the civil war within the Republican Party, which is very, very, very real. Oh, yeah. But but I think you're going to see some internal discord within the Democrats too about the strategy moving forward. Well, and uh, I'm guessing that there are enough Democrats saying, hey, we don't need a single one of you republicans we'll do this all by ourselves if we have to goodbye well yeah yeah mike you know the senate procedures mean that the democrats can have control over certain things the rules have changed so that you only need 50 votes to confirm a president's nominees and that's a big deal of course because the Democrats just so happen to have 30 uh, sorry 50 senators right now plus the tie-breaking vote by Kamala Harris there are certain items on the legislative docket that can be passed with 50 votes. A lot of things do require 60 votes, 
But no doubt that the Democrats have a lot more that they can get done now that they have a 50-vote sort of tie majority issue with, with Kamala Harris casting that tie-breaking vote. There's, there's quite a bit they can get done with just 50 senators. It's interesting that the United States will get back into the Paris Peace or the uh, uh, Climate Accord because that's the right thing to do. But when America has to start cleaning up the planet all by themselves, will Americans, including regular Democrats, be happy about increased? uh, We're all going to buy an electric car, bring it home and let it be charged up by magic because gasoline is going to be outlawed and the power that 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 used to provide uh, electricity for your home is also going to be outlawed. So your fabulous electric car paid for by your neighbors w- will be extremely expensive to drive, won't it? Potentially, anyway. Well, Mike, I, I think you're going to see fairly aggressive executive action by the Biden administration on the environment and on climate. You know, the, the, that's an area where Trump has really leaned on executive actions. And so you know, you're going to see pretty uh, pretty sweeping uh, executive orders by Joe Biden on this. I know one of the things he has on the very first day in office is re- rejoining the Paris Climate Accords. So, so no doubt that that's going to be a marked contrast between the Biden administration and the Trump administration, though one of many marked contrast, I would say, between the Biden administration and the Trump administration. Well, 